personally, Dr. Joan, I, I'll just tell you recently, I, one of the biggest steps that I've made in that direction yes. was when I made the decision to be my full self of blending my life and my message in ministry as mm. a faith leader. Yes. And the duality of being a woman in corporate and being a business leader and now allowing the cross intersection of the two and understanding that faith has a place, primary place in my life, which means I don't get to check it at the door when I come to work. We asked Melissa what she feels is one of the biggest challenges for Black men and women in her field. And this is what she had to say. How to say and do the unpopular thing, whether it was speaking up at work, speaking up uh, to uh, set personal boundaries, or even giving an unconventional and unpopular message as a speaker, I overcame it by being firm on my identity and my mission, my mission beyond what is the popular norm or status quo. I had to accept that disruptors and risk takers change the world, which means you have to speak up and use your voice for something you really believe in, even when it's not popular. So we've just gone through that three-step process of you know, self-marginalization. Now we're going the other direction of, okay, so if I am going to move out of that zone, then I have to then speak about the unpopular things. Yeah. So how would you spur someone on? You know, you've talked to them about the self-marginalization. Now you're talking to them about, okay, you got to do the unpopular thing. What's the primary message that you want to offer here to those who are listening? I can only share with you my experience and how I've walked other people through it. Yeah. And for me personally, Dr. Joan, I'll just tell you recently, one of the biggest steps that I've made in that direction was when I made the decision to be my full self of blending my life and my message in ministry as Mm. a faith leader. Yes. And the duality of being a woman in corporate and being a business leader and now allowing the cross intersection of the two and understanding that faith has a place, primary place in my life, which means I don't get to check it at the door when I come to work. Yes. That was not a popular thing to do. Right. Especially for a TED Talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, actually, you brought God into TED Talk, did you? <laughs> I, yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it was not my first choice. I wanted to play it safe. I was like, well, I'm just going to talk about activating your voice and being seen and heard. And a dear fellow coach friend of mine said, well, wait, you've been doing this work about spiritual wellness at work and how that leads to being whole. Like, how do you be whole and you can't leave, make space at work for your spirit? Yes. We, we have provision for our mind, mental health, emotions, emotional intelligence, emotional health and wellness, but spiritually, because we're humans and we live a human experience, mind, body, spirit, but I can't deal with or talk about the spiritual imperfections or lessons or life paths. Because one group has said that you can't, right? So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd get into that in, in the TED talk, but when you ask the question about doing the unpopular thing, I think it comes down to this. What are you called to do? And which of the two is going to have the greater impact? 
Mm. I could do what I normally do. That's been done before. Yeah. Which one do I feel God calling me to do now? And which one is the most authentic to its core, to its Mm -hmm. essence Mm -hmm. of who you are? Yes. You can never go wrong with that. And some people may may argue differently, like, well, that might not have been the 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 smart business thing to do. That wasn't that wasn't about the business decision. And inadvertently though, it had business implications because now, you know, in my and I I I did the unpopular thing researching people that were doing it, but it just hadn't had much light shined on it. So I looked yes. at companies like Tyson and Dell and Google and uh, American Airlines and just companies who made space for you know, 10, 20 years for yeah. faith-based ERGs. They they literally had a blueprint and a formula and, and even numbers about how faith ERGs, employee resource groups, how um, interfaith spaces, making room for understanding people's faith and beliefs and things like that when it came to business has had positive impact on business growth and employee development. And I was like, I'm not crazy. Like this isn't, I'm not just this way for no reason. So I think it's a very beautiful thing. Oftentimes the unpopular thing that you desire to do is really your true self. Yes. Wanting to give language and show that I'm not the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Not the only one. And it gives permission for other people to do the same thing. And so I figured, all right, if I'm going to go big, go, go all the way there. And so, and I understand everyone's not called to do that. No, I think we're all called to do that. I think some people are just, some people are just a little bit meek. Yeah. And that's, (laughs) well, yeah, you're okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I I stand corrected on that because (laughs) we we spent, you know, all of this time unpacking voice. If everybody has a voice, I like to say, yeah, everyone has an audience that's calibrated for you. Yes. And so you're right. Like, hey, everybody's called to do it, but it's just a matter of, do you want to ruffle the feathers Will you? and fall yeah. out? Will yeah. You? So yeah, I prepared myself. I was like, okay, I might lose some clients behind this. So let me go ahead and store some things up. Or I might have to shift some things in my business. And I might need to have a conversation with my family. Like I, there was some things, <laughs> like I thought of everything that can go wrong and was like, let me go ahead and prepare for it. But I think it's just the right, sometimes it's just the right thing to do, Dr. Jones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that personal journey. <laughs> so we've come to the end of our interview. And at the end of our interview, I ask all of my guests, so what are you hoping to build? What is this legacy that you're wanting to leave so that generations from now remember who you are? I pray that I leave a legacy of words, a trail of words that are seeds planted in the hearts of people that produce fruit that last. Wow. I want people to say, hey, I spoke up because I met Melissa. I used my voice because I heard this interview. I spoke up for myself because you showed me that it's possible to share my story. I pray that's my legacy. Beautiful. What is the one thing you need right now to, you know, have this legacy form, materialize, manifest? Oh, (laughs) transparently. I think there's no greater gift than me continuing this work, not just for women, but really the courage to continue to work with youth. Mm. And I say courage because you can't hide with them. They are so, (laughs) they see everything. 
Yes. That takes courage. And that, that to me is my greatest life's work with writing our wrongs and the courage to pick it up and run with it. Speaking up, um, doesn't, it may not always turn out the way you want, but it's necessary to build the life that you deserve. And so, yeah, what I need is courage to keep doing the work. Well, Lioness, I think you already, <laughs> I think you already have the courage. So <laughs> do you well, there's more? levels to that. That's that's yes. I'll say this very, very, very briefly. I'll say this about when you talk about courage, yes. every new level in life requires a new dose of courage because mm-hmm. it's a place you haven't been before. Dr. John. True, true, true. So courage. Yeah. All right. Can I pray for you? Absolutely. All right. Let's go before light and life and love. Father, we come to you in this moment of inspiration. We come to you in this moment uh, with gratitude, giving you thanks for the light that is Melissa. We thank you for the beauty that you have surrounded her with, that you have energized her with. We thank you for the voice that you have given her and projected through her that will go out for generations. Father, we thank you for the work that has been done in her life, the healing that has already happened, all the ways in which you have comforted, all the ways in which you have poured in your own power, your own grace. And so, Father, we ask that you stir up what is already buried in her, the gift of courage. Uh, We ask that you stir up what is already buried in her, the ability to connect and to plant seeds with her voice and to have trees, abundant trees of life grow from those that she speak into. So Father, at this time, as we are here together and as she is picturing and uh, wanting that work to come with the youth, to continue with courage to expand into all the areas that you have already uh, given her, Father, I ask that you bless her in every way, shape, and form, that every resource that she needs comes to her now and in the right order and in the right timing. And so, Father, I pray that you continue to bless her days, bless her months, bless her years, bless the generations that will listen to her and experience experience the fruit of the seeds that she has planted. So I thank you knowing this is already so. Amen. Amen. Thank you. It has been a pleasure uh, to chat with you. Likewise. And to just have you pour out to our audience the gift of love, the gift of voice, the gift of the story, the gift of the tapestry, all that you have given. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor. And um, likewise, I ask, how can I support and pray for you and your platform and the work you do? Well, you know, it's not too many people that ask that question. I thank you for the question. We are building a legacy that is about transforming how we do psychotherapy, a legacy that instills forgiveness, truth, forgiveness, and reconciliation in the process of healing. We are making it plain that the spirit is the part of us that is uh, to heal the body and the mind. And so we put that at the forefront. Right now, we have a 12-month trauma recovery certificate that we have started. And uh, so the journey has begun uh, where we open our doors this September to, you know, our first cohort. We are desiring 150 nurses, health professionals from all areas of life 
non-professionals who just know that they have a gift of healing uh, to come and to study with us and to learn a new it's not that it's not already here, but forgiveness is, uh, is, is so important. So um, the thing that we are in need of is, well, as you said, at every new level, there are new demands. And so I am in need of a team to instruct. I'm in need of a clinical team to deliver the clinical components of the program. Uh, I'm in need of students who will come and learn Uh, We're putting on a truth, forgiveness uh, and reconciliation gathering this summer. Um, And so over three days, we're inviting black people to come and heal from all over the world. We're inviting them to come and move through a three day process of healing the generational wounds that there have been. So uh, we're in need of the right people to send the message out, the right people to champion for us, the right people who will uh, then support the mission. So that's a lot. But, oh, wow. I'm honored to witness and be connected to you in the work you're doing. Um, It's through therapy that I've been able to break that cycle of anger and bitterness generationally for several months now. Yes. Um, I'd like to connect you with my therapist here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, who she specializes in that work of healing your spirit and deliverance and forgiveness. Wow. And I thought I knew what forgiveness was. Until. And, and, until. Yes. And so um, just really quickly, if it's okay with you, I'd like to pray and agree with you that God meet that need. That Absolutely. Absolutely. So Father, I thank you for Dr. Joan. Mm. I thank you for the light she is and the light she carries. Mm. Father, I thank you for the work she does, not just through this podcast, but through her gifts, through her knowledge, through her resources to help generational healing for our people, for your people. Mm -hmm. Father, you've heard the request. You've heard your daughter. And I ask that you meet her and her team and her family at the place of need. You know what she's launching for, not for selfish gain, but to leave a legacy of healing, forgiveness, spiritual wholeness. God, I ask right now, I touch and agree. You said mm-hmm. where two or three are gathered in agreement, yes. we'll be there. So we're believing you are here now for this moment to meet the need. I know that she has committed her work to you. And so I ask that you fill every seat with the students who are called for this program to carry mm-hmm. the work. I pray that you build the team assembled with your heart, with her heart, and that they are a voice for the work to continue. Mm. God, I ask right now to meet every financial need for the program. Let her be able to touch people all over the world. I even pray now that you set the atmosphere Mm. out into the summer for people to come gather and be restored because through this work, generations and families will be healed. Mm. Thank you again for this meeting, for this appointed time and that you are here to hear and meet the request Mm. in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Uh, That was very generous. Very generous. I pray for every person that comes on the podcast. Uh, I think you're the second one who has said, and how can I pray for you? And Mm -hmm. so it is with appreciation that I received that 
And I say, it is already so. It is so. (laughs) Audience, we know you've stayed with us a really, really long time. We appreciate you. And we send you off blessing you that this conversation will touch you to the depths and the core that you will be able to use the conversation. Ask yourself some good questions and then make some changes in all the ways that you need to. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Joan. Mm -hmm.